Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include, is the Fed destroying the housing market? My interview with Michael Nuggier on cybersecurity considerations for mortgage companies, especially in a downturn. And a look ahead to the Fed's economic symposium in Jackson Hole. I'd like to thank today's podcast sponsor, Richie May. Recently named a top 100 firm by Inside Public Accounting, Richie May is a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, cybersecurity, technology, and other services to the mortgage industry. The firm has also consistently been recognized as one of the fastest growing firms in the country and has been named to the Housing Wire Tech 100 in Mortgage, Accounting Today Firms to Watch, and the fastest growing firms. The firm has also received multiple awards for excellence and firm culture from inside public accounting. To experience how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. Nothing is simple or easy in the world. Take pine nuts. Simple. Easy. Right? Nope. A staple of pesto and some salads and desserts, those in the United States don't come from the United States. They come from China, Russia, and Afghanistan. Not exactly our allies. Lenders handling volumes expected to drop more than 40% in 2022 isn't easy. Our housing market isn't simple. Plenty of attention-grabbing headlines have appeared, saying the U.S. housing market is in bad shape, even plummeting. Remember that millions of households have solid balance sheets, lots of equity, decent credit, and jobs, and there are plenty of millennials that want to own their own place. But the current housing market prompted one West Coast broker to write saying, nothing is easy anymore. The Federal Reserve will destroy housing. For some reason, the FOMC will not change the ancient method of containing inflation, namely raising interest rates. Since it takes six months for an increase or decrease to make its way through the economy, one would think the Federal Reserve Open Market Committee would wait and see the effect. I think that, as in the past, the Fed will create a recession. Again, the lower wage earners will be the first to be out of work. Renters, already hit hard by high rent and COVID, will be hit hard again. With some luck, housing will not be trashed as the loans are reasonable, qualified loans made to borrowers who have the ability to repay. End quote. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome onto the show Richie May's Michael Nugier. With extensive experience in cybersecurity and financial services, Michael leads the firm's mortgage banking cybersecurity practice. With more than 15 years of experience providing enterprise information security and risk management services to various organizations, from mid-market to enterprise, Michael has invaluable expertise and a holistic view of the mortgage cybersecurity and threat landscape. Welcome to the podcast, Michael. So I know that issues in cybersecurity can change quickly. What's the current landscape right now? So cybersecurity is is really a, a holistic view of security across every industry. And so right, uh, everybody wants to know what security threats are impacting, say, the mortgage industry or the healthcare industry. And while there are some intricacies that impact multiple um, or individual industries, uh, realistically, the, the big threat is that cybersecurity or the big landscape view is that cybersecurity is threats are on the rise. Right, ransomware, business email compromise, uh, advanced persistent threats—all of those things are impacting organizations across every industry. Uh, and and what threat actors are looking for, uh, or adversaries are looking for in this industry is um, 
current downturn? What's happening? Uh, where are most? Where are more vulnerabilities coming uh, within the industry to impact um, to impact companies? Right? Where can we where can we find a bigger opening to impact uh, any company, large to small, uh, across any industry? Whether it's hackers hackers have infiltrated. Uh, some crypto network, or you need to update your iPhone because there's a hack there, What, whatever it might be. I'm hearing about hacks all the time. Now with this current downturn in the mortgage industry, is that having an effect on the protection from these threats? What, what's going on currently? Yeah, absolutely. As I just stated, as downturn occurs, weaknesses or vulnerabilities open up in organizations, whether it's from an insider threat perspective, people leaving have tribal knowledge or have documents that may not Uh, need to be in their possession. Uh, And so what we're seeing is is this vulnerability open up in downturn, whether you're downsizing certain portions of your organization, like the cybersecurity department, the IT department, or even the non-technical departments, you still are opening vulnerabilities as tribal knowledge is leaving. And so making sure that you've had that visibility and you're focusing on that visibility through throughout your organization from a policy perspective and a practice perspective to understand that uh, as changes occur, whether it's growth or, or, or anything else within an organization, that you have plans and visibility into what is happening uh, as, as changes occur throughout your environment. So whether it's policy, practice, or plans, is there a cost with these decisions? What's the real cost of these decisions? Is, is this a common reaction in a downturn? Yeah, determining ROI is really hard uh, from, from these, these more um, conceptual practices like policies and, and practices and plans. Uh, but right, I always hear my father in the back of my head saying, you know, failing to plan is planning to fail, right? Having plans in place, uh, exercising those plans, making sure that you're prepared to in the event of an incident, in the event that something does happen within inside your organization is, is really one of the best things any organization can do. And failure to do that means that when, when an incident happens, not if an incident happens, but when an incident happens, you have something to refer to to drive, uh, to drive progress, to drive a, a quick remediation or quick recovery. IBM does a report every year called the cost of a breach report, and they do it in conjunction with the Poneman Institute. And so they, every year, list out the difference between experiencing a cybersecurity incident or event uh, and being prepared for it, having a, a team to respond to it, whether a third party or, or internal, uh, having a plan in place to follow and exercising that plan, actually going through real, real world exercises with your team to strengthen them right? Similar to like running a marathon, right? You don't just wake up one morning and say, I'm going to go run 20 plus miles, right? You have to build up to that. And so preparing your team for an incident lowers the cost of the breach significantly if there is any impact at all. Uh, and so, right, the, the investment over time in preparation limits the impact of, of security events and incidents when they do actually occur. I have a house in an area where there's very high fire danger and some of my neighbors have bought fire retardant, which you could view as an expense, but I view it as almost, it's going to pay for itself then some, it's going to be great ROI on that. Why is cyber protection viewed as an expense? And I guess, how should we view it? 
Yeah, I mean, over the last couple of decades, cybersecurity has really risen in priority um, from a from a C-suite perspective, from a board perspective, and even from a stakeholder perspective. Uh, but it's still always viewed as an expense. Uh, but we know that the average cost of a breach is up in the $9 million range for the United States, for any business located in the United States, and that's due to fines and cost of recovery. Um, and so <clears throat> changing a mindset from cybersecurity is an expense to cybersecurity as an enablement uh, to profit within the industry, enablement to, to success and growth, right? We, um, uh, I've often stated, right, and, and we all know looking in the past, right, in the 90s, right, without a, without a website in the 90s, right, your business wasn't going to grow, right? And then come the 2000s and in the 2000s, if you didn't have social media, or a social media presence as an organization, your business wasn't going to grow. And I'm looking now in the the, the teens in the 2020s, and I'm stating that if your if your organization does not have a cybersecurity posture, a cybersecurity plan, uh, and a focus on cybersecurity, your next five years of growth are not going to be the same as uh, if you did have these plans and visibility in place for from a cybersecurity perspective. Uh, and so. Looking at it as an expense minimizes the impact that cybersecurity is actually going to have on the organization. Whereas if you view it as an enablement to profit, as an, an, an enablement to sales, as an enablement to growth, then you start to change that mindset of we are an organization and our mission is to provide X to we are a secure organization and we securely provide uh, our product, our widget to uh to our customer base, right? That security is, is becoming more and more important as we're starting to transition generations to a generation that's grown up in this technology realm and understands that security is important, privacy is important. So focusing on those two as a part of your mission now will enable your growth moving forward. And I want to go back to talking about the current environment here. And it's, it's a tough one out there where leadership at, at mortgage companies, they have to make a lot of hard decisions. What are the options here when it comes to cybersecurity? Right. Cybersecurity is a, is a, is a growing field in the industry in and of itself. And, and we've seen a focus on that and, and organizations are starting to catch on. It is not an inexpensive endeavor, right? And so viewing it as an expense is really hard and, and mortgage companies are, are having to make difficult decisions moving forward. Um, and so things that they can do is rather than building internally, organically a cybersecurity department is, is partnering with organizations to, to help that growth in their cybersecurity, that maturity inside of their cybersecurity program uh, increase, right? Identify risks, utilizing third parties and partners, uh, because to that extent you have you have managed security vendors, you have vendors that will perform security of uh, services for you, uh, and you get the wealth and knowledge of that the entire team for a fraction of the cost of a FTE. In the industry that I'm in, from a cybersecurity perspective, the, the market is such that there are, there are millions of jobs that are unfilled. And so the only way that we're filling those jobs with experienced people is by pulling people from other, pulling talent from other organizations to fill those jobs, leaving a gap at other organizations. Uh, and, and right, you're starting to see over time and over the last five to 10 years, this, this introduction of cybersecurity as a degree program within universities. And so 
we're catching on to to the lack of talent that exists and lack of skill sets that exist there. Uh, and so utilizing partners that already have that talent rather than organically building it is a great way to to start as you mature and grow inside of your business. And as I like to do when I have guests from Richie May on the show, let's let's close with, in your opinion, what's one thing our listeners can do today to be better prepared? One identifying one thing, huh? Um, lay, lay it on me all the things <laughs> right right i i mean let's let's start with with the first thing is right like in 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 focusing on your growth plans over the next three to five years making sure that cybersecurity is a part of that including cybersecurity is a part of your organization's mission and strategy right building that strategy for cybersecurity will help enable the growth of your organization as you're able to remediate and prevent threats within your environment, uh, enabling the rest of your business to grow. Consumers don't like to see and don't like to get the same emails. I just got one this morning from from a um, uh, service that I utilize stating that my information has been accessed uh, from a threat actor, right? I don't like to see that and it makes me reconsider the who I partner with as an individual. Uh, and so building a strategy to prevent that from happening, to make sure that your customer base maintains its in, its trust and integrity uh, with your organization um, is really where to focus right now, that building that strategy, having a strategy, gaining visibility into where your risks are so that you can garner a plan and a roadmap to move forward. That's right. I, I often will say if I had $1 to spend on security, where would I focus that $1 right now? And it would be vision and strategy, right? Getting visibility into where we see risk and then devising that strategy moving forward. And the the best way to do that is to utilize the talent that you have in front of you, right? Your your partners, your third parties that that can provide that strategy for you at a fraction of the cost of organically building it out. I think that's an excellent point. Trust is huge. The trust that your customers have is huge for them wanting to do business or repeat business with your company. So Michael, thank you very much for coming on and talking to me today. I enjoyed that. Absolutely. Happy to do it. Looking at the bond market, treasury yields and mortgage rates rose to their highest level since June yesterday after hawkish commentary from Minneapolis Fed President Kashkari. Economic data was mixed on the day as pending home sales showed a smaller-than-expected decrease in July, while durable orders were unchanged in July against expectations for growth. Traders remain hesitant to make any huge bets ahead of Fed Chair Powell's speech at the Jackson Hole Economics Meeting, which may provide clues on how hawkish the Federal Reserve will be despite mounting economic challenges. Sure, rates have gone up, but nearly 60% of renters say their rents increased in the past 12 months with a ratio of nearly 1 in 3 seeing rent increases of 10% or more, according to a newly released Freddie Mac survey. Just 38% of renters saw their wages increase, and a third say their raise won't cover their increased rent. Nearly 1 in 5 who experienced a rent increase say they are now extremely likely to miss a payment. Quote, The surge in rents that took place over the last 12 months has created even greater housing uncertainty for the most vulnerable renters, said Kevin Palmer, head of Freddie Mac Multifamily. He continued, our survey shows that the national housing affordability crisis is worsening and that inflation is a key driver, end quote. 
Today's calendar is underway with the minutes from the July 21st ECB meeting, which were hawkish despite the significant signs of slowing in European economies and amid record inflation in some countries. Domestically, we've received the second look at Q2 GDP, revised up to negative 0.6%, and weekly jobless claims in at 242,000. Later this morning brings Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey, Kansas City Fed manufacturing for August, and a treasury auction of $37 billion of seven-year notes. Today's MBS purchase operation sees a desk in UMBS 30s for up to 777 million, 4% through 5%, before releasing a new schedule, the last for perhaps a long time, covering the August 25th to September 14th period, and expected to total $4.4 billion. We begin the day with agency MBS prices down a couple ticks, and the tenure yielding 3.12 after closing yesterday at 3.11%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. I ordered two large fries at McDonald's, but all I got were 75 small ones. <laughs> Thanks again to Richie May. To stay competitive in this market, lenders need to find efficiencies and understand their operations in a much deeper way. Richie May's consulting, cybersecurity, business intelligence, and automation services are designed by mortgage experts to help you continue to drive growth and increase profitability. Visit richiemay.com slash advisory to learn more about how you can differentiate your business or set up a meeting with one of Richie May's experts. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, Search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.